I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Monday, March 28th, and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. Colby, we're finally doing some actual not gambling advice. We've been focusing on fantasy baseball a lot. You know, of course, we've done our American League preview, our National League preview, but we're finally starting to get into futures bets. And today we're starting with home run leaders, strikeout leaders, hits leaders, stolen base leaders, and wins leaders. What's going on, man? Happy Monday. What's going on, man? I feel like I expected baseball to be delayed until June. I kind of had that in my mind for so long with the lockout that now that I'm watching spring training games and we're about to talk about who's going to be the home run leader or hits leader, I feel like baseball is finally becoming real. Like it's finally, I'm finally realizing that in two weeks we're, we're getting real baseball. And people all over TikTok have been, where's not gambling advice? Where's not gambling advice? And this season is completely unprecedented. We've never had a three-week stretch where it's all spring training, all free agent signings, and then it's right up into the season. Usually we have a while to dissect the free agents. They get to camp early, and then we start to roll it out. But everything has just happened so quickly, so we're just jam-packing it all in these three weeks. So it's just the busiest three weeks of probably what the baseball season will have. But at least now we get to talk futures bets because there's a lot of good ones here. Yeah, man. Should we hop right into it with home run leader? Yeah. Before we do home run leader, remember, we're going to give you our best bet, our value bet. And if we saw a deep cut, which is going to be like plus 6,000 or more, then we'll give that to you. But if we don't see any value, like sometimes, for example, on a couple of them, I didn't see any deep cut values that I even want to give out because I'm like, it's not worth it just to give out a play that I think might lose. But the rest of my plays, and I assume yours, are plays that you actually really like. Yep, yep. And I do have even a few that I just want to stay away from as well. Oh, that's a good one. I love that. Okay, so let's start with hitters. And let's start with the home run leader. And remember, this is not the home run leader in the American League or the National League. This is the MLB home run leader. Colby, you go first. Okay. Mine is Shohei Otani. Wow. Plus 1,500. And the reason is, I don't see much difference between Salvador Perez or Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Otani. And Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is plus 700 compared to Otani at plus 1,500. And remember, Otani has, when he hits the ball in the air, has the most power. Maybe I've ever seen he hits the ball 120 miles an hour. He had the highest home run to fly ball rate last year at 33%. And the crazy thing is, is I think that is quite sustainable. If it weren't, if it wasn't for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. just going off for a stretch or, or Salvador Perez going off for a stretch, Otani had the home run lead kind of in the bag. Um, and I think the consistency of, of, of the way that Otani hits home runs is great. And I love the value at plus 1500. I think the value for Otani is the play here. He's not one of my picks. He can easily do it. He hit 46 last year. My only thing is I don't really want to bet on anything Shohei Otani this year. I don't want to bet on him to win MVP. I don't want to bet on him to win the home runs because what he does 
similar to this offseason is so unprecedented. We've never seen a guy be able to stay healthy multiple years in a row hitting and pitching. We've never seen a guy who's hit and pitched in the same season since Babe Ruth. So, but I love it. All the stats point to that he could easily do it again in plus 1500, considering it's the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth best odds. It's good value if you believe in Shohei Otani. And, and the beauty of it. I do believe in Shohei Otani. I just don't want to put my money on it, yeah. quite honestly. I think the beauty of it with – I will not touch any bets for Shohei pitching-wise because those injuries, you know, are, are fluky and, and can point. last. But if he does get hurt pitching, I, I think he can still manage to hit well too. So that's kind of like a hedge, right? If he gets hurt pitching, he's still going to be in the lineup every day, I think. I think that's actually a better way to go around it. So my best pick, I'm going to go with the guy who I think is going to hit 50 home runs. We're live on TikTok right now. I'm looking at the TikTok people. I think Pete Alonzo is going to lead the league in home runs at plus 1,100. He has the second best odds, so it's not great value. But when you consider that Vladdy is at plus 700 and Judge is at plus 1,200, Salvi's at plus 1,300, it's not that far away. And, I mean, it's Pete Alonso. He's a guy who hit 53 home runs in 2019. He was on pace for 45 home runs in 2020. He became much more of a complete hitter in 2021. But with how hard he hits the ball – with the power potential that I see from Pete Alonso game in and game out, the average exit velocity, we know how hard he hits. I don't have to tell you how hard Pete Alonso hits the ball. I just think of the guys surrounding him, I think he's probably the biggest lock to hit at least 40. And that's why I like him at plus 1100. I like Pete Alonso too. We've been talking about him yeah. earlier in fantasy about how he could hit 50 home runs. The, the question I do have, not about Pete Alonso, but I wonder what if they set a line for what the home run leader will have if they'll go over 50 or under 50. Do you think there will be a, a 50 home run hitter this year? Because it was 48 last year. I think Pete Alonso is the 50 home run hitter. There you go. So there you go. My value pick, a little deeper, is Byron Buxton. This might this might surprise people because I don't know if people necessarily view Byron Buxton as a guy that will hit 45 home runs in a season, but I think he can because last year he's held a home run per fly ball rates in 2020 and 2021 in the high 20s. Um, and really just his health is what has held him back. I think he had what 14 home runs last year in, in the, the 80 games that he played or even less than that, 60 games that he played. Um, this is a guy that could very well hit 40 to 50 home runs in a season at plus 3,500. The power is there. He was hitting, his hard hit rate was in the 50%, was 53% last year. It's crazy how hard he hits the ball and he hits the ball in the air. Um, plus 3,500, I'm willing to take a chance at that. Byron Buxton is the ultimate dream because if he can stay healthy, he will set records and he will become a top five player in baseball. That's how talented he is. He's got power like Trout. He's got speed like Trey Turner. He's got the fielding acumen of Andrew Jones at some points. Yeah. I mean, not quite. Andrew Jones is probably one of the best defensive center fielders of all time, but he flashes that kind of skill level. And I'm sure you can attest to that. He is the flying Dutchman. He is incredible to watch. And he does have that power potential. My only thing is the health. Like I yeah. said, so he's probably not a guy I'm going to bet on, but I love to dream on him because the numbers back it up. He could lead the league in home runs. That's how amazing he had, 
he had the fourth highest home run per plate appearance last yeah. year. I Mike mean- Zanino was first, Tati second, Brandon Belt was third, Buxton was fourth. That's so that amazing. gives you a picture. If he does do that for a whole season, he can absolutely lead the league in home runs. Absolutely lead the league in home runs. My best value pick is Ronald Acuna Jr. at plus 2,500. So Ronald Acuna Jr. hit 41 home runs in 156 games in 2019. He hit 14 home runs in 46 games in 2020, which if averaged over 162 games is 49 home runs. He hit 24 home runs in 82 games before going down with that ACL tear, which would have averaged out to 47 home runs. I feel like people don't give Ronald Acuna Jr. his due for being one of the best overall power hitters in the game. He gets all the love because, I mean, well, first, he's a top five player in baseball, arguably top three because of the speed, because of the defense. But I can make the argument the most impressive part of Ronald Acuna Jr.'s game is his elite raw power. And I think a full healthy season from Ronald Acuna Jr. at plus 2,500, like Colby, I'm going to give you the people that he's around. Kyle Schwarber, Tyler O'Neill, Tatis Jr. is going to be out three months. Austin Riley is another good one that I do like at plus 2,500, but I don't think he can lead the league in home runs. I think he's a 30 to 35 home run guy. He's a 300 hitter. Love Austin Riley. Just don't think he's going to lead the league in home runs. Like those are the guys he's around. And I assume it's because of the ACL tear. And also it's going to be a little bit more challenging for him to generate power off that knee. But my thinking is, with so much potential and he's so young and, you know, ACL tears, that is one of the injuries that I feel like guys just come back from that. There's been so many ACL tears across sports that they've kind of figured out how to get guys back. We've seen guys come back in record time. I think he's going to be totally fine. He's still super young. And at plus 2,500, I love the value. So Kyle Schwarber, I do like as well. He was 10th in home run per plate appearance, but Ronald Acuna Jr. was 12th in home run per plate appearance last year. And the only thing I do worry is that right knee because I feel like he won't be able to get the same lift on the baseball just because he won't be able to coil and put as much weight on that right knee. Um, So he might uh, hit more ground balls this year than we're used to him hitting. But regardless, it's a great value pick at 2,500. My deep, deep sleeper here is Brandon Lau at plus 6,000. Wow. Is that yours too? No, no, it isn't. But I have another plus 6,000 bet and he's right next to my guy. So I found that it, because I was looking at Brandon Lau as well. I was like, could he do it? Yes. Will he do it? I mean, plus 6,000, no one is plus 6,000. But also the Tropicana field, and I'm going to move into this to my next point. Like it is a hard stadium to hit home runs at. For some reason, though, he's defied that. So last year, he hit 39 home runs. And on that list of home run per plate appearance, he's 16th on that list, right around Tyler O'Neill, George Springer, Fernando Reyes. So I think people don't view Brennan Lau as this insane power hitter, but he really is. He, really is. Yeah, he, he hit really 39 is. last year with a home run per fly ball rate, you know, around 23, 24%. If he can up that and kind of get lucky for a year and be in the high 20s, he could very well hit 45 to 48 home runs. And in if it is a year like last year where it's kind of a down year for home runs, he has a shot. At plus 6,000, it's worth like putting $5 on it. Like $5 to win 300. Are you kidding me? Like, why not? I think it is worth it because I think he still has left in the tank. I don't think 39 is his absolute peak and he's just a 30 home run guy. Like he could hit 40 home runs. Like he has that type of power potential. My deep cut 
is Nelson Cruz at plus 6,000. So Nationals Park, you know, he signed with the Nationals as a free agent. He's going to slot right behind Juan Soto. It's the eighth most prone ballpark to home runs. He hit 32 last year as a 40-year-old in 140 games between the Twins and the Rays. And Target Field in Minnesota, 20th rated against the home run, Rays 26th rated against home run. It's hard to hit home runs in those ballpark. I know the Minnesota Twins have set records for runs scored in home runs, but generally, if you look at MLB adjusted park factor, that's the reality of the situation. So he's going to a much better home ballpark. And I assume in this Nationals lineup, they're just going to walk Juan Soto and he's going to get plenty of pitches to hit. He's still in the 94th percentile in hard hit rate, 99th percentile in max exit velocity. The dude hit one 117 and a half miles an hour last year. Oh my God. And he's in the 93rd percentile of average exit velocity. Like Nelson Cruz is still banging. He's won home run titles before. I kind of like it at plus 6,000. So the most he's hit in his career in a season is 44. He's just been a machine of hitting 38 to 44 (laughs) for his entire career. But the interesting narrative here, I don't think this is going to happen, but he's 51 home runs away from 500. Imagine if he hit 51. It's like two games left in the year. He's at, you know, four or he's at 499. And like, he's about to win the home run uh, title. And he hits his 500th to win the home run title. That would be quite a narrative. I was hoping you were going to bring that up because I also had that in my notes too. And I, I was hoping that you realized that, that he's 51 yeah. away. And I was just like, oh, 6,000, are you kidding me? <laughs> so let's uh, let's go into, we're going to keep going with the hitters and let's talk about what they do best. Hits. Who's going to lead the league in hits this year, Colby? This one is super up in the air um trey turner i really do like he was the leader last year and he's plus 1200 he's actually not even the favorite here which is crazy to me Um, this is a guy that has hit you know 330 over the last two years and the expected stats are the expected stats i feel like guys like trey turner kind of defy the expected stats just because they're Mm -hmm. so fast Um, they find barrels they find the holes in the defense for whatever reason right um Got the guys that are above him are Wander Franco, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Boba Shet. I don't like any of those. Wander Franco just too young, too young. Too young. Hasn't done it yet. Don't want um, he will win hitting hit leader titles for yeah. sure in his oh, career. Yeah. He will do it. Tim Anderson is the favorite, which I do like. Um, but Trey Turner to me is just the the choice here at plus twelve hundred. It makes too much sense. He's coming off of a win last year. I wrote down the same thing. Trey Turner plus twelve hundred. Um, and you basically just went into it. But I also really do like Whit Merrifield at plus 1,500. He finished fourth in hits last year. He finished with 206 and led the league in 2019. And last year was a clear down year. He even had a 40-point drop in BABIP. Um, you know, he's normally a 300 hitter, hit 277, and kind of everything slotted down. I just think he bounces back, and he has the sixth best odds for a guy who I think is definitively going to finish in the top five in hits. And when you're getting value outside the top five, I just like that value, but I think Trey Turner is the best pick. So I have two value picks in this range. Um, My first value pick is Luis Robert at plus 2,200. And last year, he actually led the league in hits per plate appearance. Obviously, it's a smaller sample than the other guys because he only had 300 plate appearances. But when he was on the field, he was a hits machine. He hits a ton of line drives. Um, And if he can string together a year like he did last year over a full season, we could be talking about Luis Robert as a 200 hit 
guy. Um, and at plus 2,200, it's really, really good odds. The other one I like is Kettle Marte, um, another guy like Byron Buxton that just hasn't been able to stay healthy. But if he can stay healthy and, and you know, have 600 or 650 plate appearances, um, he was fifth in hits for plate appearance last year and, and really has been a guy that does hit 330 kind of on command. Um, if he can have a full season, that's another guy plus 2,000 that I like. I think I'd rather do Luis Robert than Cattell Marte, just because again, I just, it, it pains me to bet on guys with clear injury history. It just, it's, I know you're getting value there, but guys like that, I just tend to stay away from a little bit. And I know I went with Ronald Acuna Jr., but the torn ACL is really his first injury. And I think he's going to come back strong and he doesn't have any injury designation for this year. So my value pick is Starling Marte at plus 4,500. Plus 4,500. You just smiled, Colby, because you thought that was insane, right? Because he finished with 144 hits in, in 120 games. Like, he is one of the best hitters in baseball, a guy who can hit over 300 and steal you 40 bases. And in a Mets lineup, he's most likely going to hit first or second. He's going to get a ton of hits in that Mets lineup. And at 4,500, that's blasphemous. I love it, Peter. He's 13th on my hits per plate appearance leaderboard right next to Boba Shett, who I just said was plus 1100 second best odds. You're telling me that Starling Marte is that much behind Boba Shett? No way. Who do you think you're talking to? The not gambling advice genius. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Do you have any more deep cuts of the hit leaders? No, that was all I had. I didn't really love any of the value. Um, me too. Beat, this is deepness. And, and with hits leaders, I find it interesting um, because it's it's just really hard to project because you really don't know year over year, everything changes. Like a guy like Rafael Devers finished second in hits in 2019 and then finished like 50th in hits. But it's, still it's was very great, random because it, it, is, random. it is that batting average balls in play factor that, that really is. is impossible. And it's not impossible to project, but it's very, very hard. And even ex-Wobas and, and all these advanced stats that we have are not perfect either. Agreed. I think the bet has to be Trey Turner, or I think you go Starling Marte deep, deep, deep at plus 4,500. I really think, like Luis Robert at plus 2,200 too. And Luis Robert is another good pick. I do like the Luis Robert pick. So let's talk about the stolen base leaders. Who do you think? This one seems less complicated than the home run leaders and the, the hits leaders. I find it hard not to take the favorite here. It's Adalberto Mondesi at plus 250. Um, he really just has to beat Starling Marte to win this title. And even if he doesn't play 150 games, I really think that Alberto Mondesi, if he plays 120 games, he's going to steal 45 to 50 bags. And I don't think Starling Marte is going to steal 47 bags again. He didn't, he, Starling Marte has not stolen 47 bags in his career before last year. And it kind of came out of nowhere that he did that. And, and I think he can steal 40 again. I really think Alberto Mondesi just has to beat Marte and steal 40. Whit Merrifield though is my sleeper, but almost like a hedge. So it's a hedge to Alberto Mondesi getting hurt. He's another Royal plus 550. Um, so it's hedging a Mondesi injury and also betting on some Marte regression. Whitmerfield had 40 stolen bases last year and he plays every single day. 
my best pick is Whit Merrifield at plus 550. And I would never bet on Aldebert Demondesi plus 250 to lead the league in stolen bases. He is the ultimate get hurt guy. I just can't do it. He absolutely has the potential. In 2020, he stole 24 bases in like eight games or something like that. Not actually, but that's the kind of speed he has. And he is a guy, when healthy, you compare him to the rest of the league, he's the fastest. And I don't know if he's the best base dealer. Yeah, he is. Do you think yeah. he's... You, the, I mean, like, Peter, you he, think he's the most talented base stealer as well? Is he not, it doesn't even, it's not even close. Like, it's not even close. He, he stole 15 and 35 games last year. You know, before that, he was stealing, like, 35 in 100 games, whatever it was. He, he basically steals a bag every other game. I, I'm just looking up right now how many times he gets caught stealing. That's, that's kind of what I meant. Like, what, what is his success rate? Because is he stealing every single game? Um, he he stole just... 15 bags and got still caught stealing once last year. Yeah. Um, he yeah. stole 43 in 2019, got caught stealing seven. Like that's, you know, 80, you missed, that's yeah, an you 86%. Just, you just skipped over, rate. that's crazy. You just, you just skipped over 2020 where he stole 24 bags and got caught eight times. Like he's a guy who's getting caught seven, seven. But even eight. still, that's still plus value. Cause if you steal bags 75% of the time, you're plus value. But you like plus 250 with a guy with who gets injured basically every single year, plus 250, that line sucks. See, but with your hedge, right? You took Whit Merrifield plus 550. I love taking two plus bets here. Take Alberto Mondesi. If he gets hurt, you have the hedge of Whitmer. I'd rather just only take the plus 550, I guess. But, you know, it's not gambling advice anyway. So, but I, I we're on the same page here. Like the reason we're hedging in Alberto Mondesi, Whitmerfield is a guy who's incredibly durable. And what, he stole 40 bases last year and he was fourth in stolen bases in 2020. He's going to be consistently in that top five, kind of similar to the hits. He's going to play a bunch of games. You know that. And he's going to produce and he's going to be probably within the top five of each one. So you're kind of betting at plus 550 or with at least with the hits leaders at plus 1500 that he ends up leading it. But I think he's basically a lock to finish in the top five of both. And I would stay far away from Starling Marte. I mean, he stole 20, he stole 33 bags in 2018, 25 bags in 2019 and 10 and 61 games in 2020, which extrapolates to, you know, 30 bases like once again the 47 bases we saw him steal last year to me seems crazy i agree i i do think it's possible that he could lead the league in stolen bases i don't think it's impossible but at plus 350 that value sucks i think a did you have any deep cuts i mean i had byron buxton written down but again like just because it's plus 3000 and that value, like he's around guys like Victor Robles and Jaron Duran and Tatis and Albies and guys who are 20 stolen bases at most guys. And he has the potential to steal you 40, but I just, I don't want to bet on Byron Buxton this year. I really don't. The only other guy that I kind of like as a value play, but even then I'm not betting it is miles straw. I would take a look at it. Plus 1500. He did steal 30 bags last year. Um, and he's he's likely going to play every day for the uh, Guardians this year. He's a plus defender in center field, and um, they should give him a lot of free reign to steal bags. Agreed. So that could be a, an interesting option. What do you think about Jaron Duran? Because his, I mean, as the Red Sox guy, like his odds are pretty high, to be quite honest. I'm curious why. I mean, he's got I'm speed. Curious. I know why, but how much play is he going to get? Exactly. And even in that playing time, like even if he does play every single day, he's not going to steal more than 25 bags, in my opinion. 
Agreed. I just, I, I saw that line and it, I was like, no, 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 no. Okay. I think it's time to move on to the pitchers. Let's talk strikeouts. So I'll, I'll go first with the pitchers um, to kind of, you know, switch up the mojo. Yeah. A little bit. You down to switch yeah. up the mojo a little bit. My best pick I'm going with Corbin Burns at plus 1100. He had the highest K per nine in MLB last year. He finished fifth in strikeouts in the entire league while only throwing 167 innings. I think if he pushes 200 this year, that's the play. I love Corbin Burns. This is one of my favorite picks out of all of them. That's mine too. So I have one other, but uh, Corbin Burns plus 1100. Yeah, man, he he lost the strikeout title by 14 strikeouts last year and yeah. threw only 167 innings. The other guys that were ahead of him threw 180 to 200 innings. I don't think he's a 200 inning guy, uh, but if he made 28 starts last year, if he can make just two more starts, he would have had the strikeout title. So 180 innings pitched and he takes it from Garrett Cole for sure. Um, the other guy that I, you also, know, I feel- just before, before we move on from Corbin Burns, uh, he has currently has the fifth best odds. So it's Garrett Cole, Jacob deGrom, Max Scherzer, Robbie Ray, then Corbin Burns. He should be number one or number two in these. Yeah, I really think plus 1100 is, is crazy. I really like the odds here. The other one that I'm going to have to bet on is Jacob deGrom, plus 500. Um, oh. <laughs> he struck out 45. You don't care about injuries. You don't care when you're betting. You don't care. Because not all of these guys are going to get hurt. There's just no way. Like Injuries are so random that I will feel comfortable throwing plus mon- value on guys that can win and Jacob deGrom from 2017 to 2019 was a 200 inning pitcher year after year and yes it's scary with his elbow injuries that he has right now and back injuries and whatever but when on the diamond we talk about how Corbin Burns can win the the strikeout title with only 180 innings pitched Jacob deGrom could probably do it in 160 I mean he struck out 45 percent of batters last season the next highest was Corbin Burns at 36 percent so like when on the field, Jacob deGrom is striking out everybody. If he can be his usual self and make, you know, 28 to 30 starts, it's in the bag for him. I'm going to continue to beat my the same drum I've been beating this entire podcast episode, and we'll, you'll continue to hear in future MLB Bets episodes. I'm not betting on dudes who have injury history and extensive ones and guys who I'm afraid. Like Jacob deGrom throws 102 and he's 33 years old. How can the human body continue to let that happen? I mean, it, he gets incredible extension, and it's 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 not even that high effort. I mean, it is high effort because it's crazy effort. Yeah, yeah no, he. But so I'm saying, it, I guess it, what I mean by that, I it's more fluid. Yeah, it's more fluid. It's not herky jerky like maybe a Chris Sale would be. But I do have a stay away bet here, Pete. And I, I have more. I have more value picks. Let, let me just okay. read those. So my best value pick, and we were talking about this uh, on Twitter. Dylan Cease at plus fifteen hundred. He had the second highest K to nine last year. Another guy who can be stretched out as he gets more mature. And he finished seventh in strikeouts last year. I really do like this value. 11th best odds. I don't understand from a guy who finished second in K per nine and seventh overall in strikeouts. And you're going to throw the innings thing at me. The fact that he you know, only threw five and a third innings. That's what he averaged. Like he threw 32 starts, but only made it through 166 innings. My thing with Dylan Cease is it's usually due to the pitch count. But I think that Dylan Cease is a better pitcher than what he showed last year. And I think he's going to improve on that. I think the command will improve. And at that value, 
11th best odds for one of the best strikeout artists in baseball coming off his first full season where he finally dipped his toes into baseball. That feels like one of my favorite picks of this entire episode. I think you're throwing away money. I think you're throwing away money by betting on these deep value guys in the strikeout leader uh, category because yes, Dylan Cease does strike out a ton of guys per nine, but I don't see him taking a, an average innings per start of five all the way to six. Cause I think that's what he's going to need to do. If he's going to make 30 starts and get why to 180, if that's what's going to, why can't he do it? I mean, sure. He could theoretically do it, but that's a pretty big leap to increase your innings per start by an entire inning. And I, I don't really see the experience factor there because, but for example, why wasn't he doing it last year? So what do you mean? You don't, you don't get the experience angle. Yeah. Cause he's 26. It's not like he's like a spring chicken 22 and he just came up like he's 26. He's been around a while. His arms should be able to handle throwing 180, 190 innings. Agreed. Why don't, you wasn't think he- that, don't you think that he's going to be able to do that this year? At age 26, you think he doesn't improve at all in innings. And he's, I'm not saying he's going to go from 5.0 innings to six innings. I'm saying from 5.15 to maybe five and a half innings. Because see, but then the- if he finished second in Caper 9 and seventh in strikeouts, and he throws a couple more innings this year, you don't think that plus 50, you think 1,500 is throwing money away? I think that's ridiculous. Yes. Yes, it is. Because you're saying that at plus 1500, he's almost comparable to Corbin Burns and Corbin Burns is striking out guys at a much higher rate. I don't like K per nine either because K per nine can be wonky. If you're looking at K percentage, Corbin Burns is at 36%. Dylan Cease is at what? 32, 33%. So like if they're throwing the same amount of innings, Corbin Burns is going to have more strikeouts every time I'm staying away from Cease, putting my eggs in the Corbin Burns basket. I'm not, well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying K per nine is, is like a good predictable stat. I'm saying that he struck out the most per innings. Like he's second to Corbin Burns. That's all I'm saying. That's That goes to show that he strikes out a lot of dudes in every single inning that he pitches. I think he's got the stuff. I think he's going to be even better next year. I think 180 innings is in his future. And you're giving me the 11th best odds. I still like it and I'm going to bet on it. And I cannot wait to clip this when he probably finishes near the top five, maybe even first. See, but, but that's the problem, Peter. We're not betting on if he finishes top five. I, I have no I doubt that he'll win. finish top eight, but like we're saying he has to win. And I don't think he has the stuff to be able to win. Like his, his K rate last year was 32%, which is all intentions. Amazing. That's top. That's literally 10, but Corbin Burns was three. And their odds are similar. That's that's the, what I'm trying to get at here. I guess. But I have both of them. So, And I like both of them. And I will be betting on both of them. And it's not gambling advice. My stay away is Max Scherzer. I, Max Scherzer has won strikeout titles before. Um, but that was back when he was throwing 200, 210, 220 innings in a season. And we haven't seen Scherzer throw 200 plus innings since 2018. I just don't think that... 200 200 innings pitched is what Scherzer is at this stage in his career at his current age. Um, I still like him to finish, you know, towards the top, but if he's only going to throw 180 innings, I I don't love it. Plus 650. I don't like Max Scherzer at that value either. I don't hate it, but I definitely don't love it and definitely will not be betting on it. I had one stay away, but 
to be quite honest, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if this guy does it, but Kevin Gosman has some of the highest odds out of anyone. I just don't think that he has any shot of leading the league in strikeouts. And again, with Robbie Ray, another one of these guys at plus 900, he has the fourth best odds. I don't think, I know he led the league last year. I don't think that he's going to do it again. So those are two that I'm certainly not betting on, but I have another deep, deep value cut, deep value cut. This one is tough. But when I saw the value, that's what made me want to put it here. You Darvish at plus 4,500. So he finished 18th in K's last year, 7th in K per nine. He's a strikeout artist. If his stuff is on, he can do it. Will his stuff be on? That's the question. I still think he's a good pitcher. Just at plus 4,500. Because when you look at where he's next to, like Herman Marquez, for example, there is no freaking way he leads the league in strikeouts. Lance Lynn at plus 3,500. He's not leading the league in strikeouts. Nathan Avaldi not leading the league in strikeouts. You Darvish, out of all of the pitchers deep, deep down there, has the shot to do it. So I like the value. It's going to be yeah, very, pretty, very minimal. Peter, it's pretty crazy that like he's at plus 4,500 and guys that I would put around him, like Charlie Morton or even a Blake Snell at plus 3,000, I think you're getting plus value there. And if he can throw 190 innings, he is definitely a guy that strikes out a lot of batters. His, his K rate last year was 29%. It's been higher than that in his career. If he can get that K rate up to like 32, 33% and throw 180, 190 innings, he could have a shot. He could have a shot. That's pretty, pretty good value. Plus 4,500, not too bad. You have a deep, deep cut? I didn't have a deep, deep cut. I really just like the 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 top guys. Another category that I really do think is is dominated by the top pitchers in the game, and I'm not really ready to put a, predict a guy like Robbie Ray. Like last year, his, his odds were probably not that high to win the, the strikeout leader, but I don't think it's going to happen again. It could. It might be Dylan Cease. How about the wins leader? My best pick, I'm just going to go with the two Dodgers. Julio Arias at plus 2,000 and Walker Bueller at plus 750. And I'm taking them both because the Dodgers are most likely going to lead the league in wins. You know, they won 105 or 106 last year. They're probably going to win 106 again. They're the odds on favorite to win the World Series. And Julio Arias led the league in wins last year. He went 20 and three and Walker Bueller was right there next to him. He finished third in wins that year. I just think it has to be these two guys. You're counting out Patrick Corbin at plus 6,000. Dude, he had a he had a 5.82 ERA and won nine games. If he can improve on that, I mean, we could be looking at a 17-game win. We could be looking at double-digit wins <laughs> for the Nationals. You might win four games next year. In all seriousness, I, I just was shocked that Patrick Corbin was even listed, if we're being honest. He might have a bounce back. You never know. Uh, probably not. But Anyways, not. anyways, regardless, in, in all seriousness, Julio Urias is a great pick. Um, I have him listed at plus 2,000. He won 20 games, led the league last year. Why not again? The Dodgers are freaking insane. Both healthy. I also do like DeGrom at plus 1,000 if he can stay healthy. If, I know if. Um, but if he does stay healthy, it seems like plus a thousand that that could be locked in. He was seven and two last year. The Mets lineup is seemingly going to be better this year than it was last year. Um, and he won't have to win games all by himself. Like he did last year, literally like hitting a home run to put one, nothing win on the board, which is hilarious. Um, the other pick I really, really like here is Max Freed at plus 2,200. He won 14 of his last of his 28 starts last year. Um, I like it because he goes deep in starts, but also 
You've said it, Pete. This Braves bullpen is one of the best we've seen in a long, long time. Max Fried is going to leave this bullpen with leads, and they're not going to give it up. I could see Max Fried winning 20 games this year. I agree. Max Fried was another guy I'd written down. Um, I'm not probably going to bet on Max Fried um, because I'm I'm just tailing these two Dodgers. Um, but I do really like the play. And my deep, deep cut, also not betting on it, but I think, again, has really good value. And it's staying with my same theme of I think Dylan Cease is going to be phenomenal this year. He had 13 wins last year. That was one of the tops in baseball, which is funny, 13 wins. It really was, you know, most of the leaders were at 17 or 16, 15, 14, and 13 was right up there. And I think he's really going to take a step up with the White Sox are the best team in that division. They're one of the best teams in the American League. And you were talking about the Braves bullpen with Max Fried. How about the White Sox bullpen? It's freaking unbelievable. He's not losing leads either, even if he's averaging five and a half innings per game so i really like that plus four thousand and it really again has to do with the value because when you look at the rest of the wins leaderboards like jordan montgomery is at plus four thousand who do you think has a better chance of having more wins jordan montgomery or freaking dylan cease i mean frankie montas the a's are not going to win that many games he's not going to lead the league in wins at plus four thousand guy like jack flaherty shoulder tear guy like clayton kershaw dealing with injuries eduardo rodriguez could but the tigers you know, might not win more than 80 games this year. They might, but they're not going to be at, this, at the same level as the White Sox. And then you find Dylan Cease down there at plus 4,000. He is the 34th best odds to win it. I think he is being severely undervalued by Vegas, and I'm going to be telling him this year, and money talks. We'll see how it goes. My other deep cut, I, I think plus 4,000 is good odds there. It's pretty deep odds. My only concern, again, with Dylan Cease is he just doesn't go deep enough into games to, to solidify those wins all the time. Like Last year, that doesn't mean that he's not going to this year. But it also doesn't mean that he is going to do it this year. It's true. It's my prediction. Absolutely. Uh, my deep cut is Logan Webb at plus 3,000. Love that. Love that. Um, last year, he won 11 games and... He, he is, for all intents and purposes, a top. I ranked him at eight in our top 20, and I think he could finish the year closer to five. Um, he is a winner. Like, he, he is one of those pitchers that will get wins because he gets ground balls and gives his team a chance to win ball games, even if he does give up three or four runs. Like, that's kind of the upper end you're going to get with Logan Webb. And the Giants aren't the same lineup they had last year, but I think they're still going to win 85 games, maybe a little bit more. And I think Logan Webb will have a big reason for that. He could be a guy that wins 18, 19, 20 games and, and kind of, you know, leads the Giants to outproduce their current projected win total of 85 games. One of my favorite plays as well. Logan Webb, like you said, top 10 pitcher in the game. I think even 85 wins, I think the Giants are going to win more. I think the Padres are reeling a little bit. I think they're, again, overrated, just like last year. I think they are, and I think the Giants are going to shock people again. I think they'll be close to 90 wins, and I think Logan Webb is a phenomenal pickup, plus 3,000. I really like that pick. That's one of my favorites from you, honestly. I love that pick. Thanks Good for you. I, yeah. <laughs> but just trying to warm me up. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to warm you up. So let's just go through it again. So my best pick for home run leader, I got Pete Alonso at plus 1,100. My best value pick is Ronald Acuna Jr. at plus 2,500. My strikeout leader, my best pick is Corbin Burns, but I do really like Dylan Cease at plus 1,500. My hits leader, I have Whit Merrifield at plus 1,500. And my value pick is Starling Marte at plus 4,500. Stolen bases, I like Whit Merrifield again at plus 550, and I don't have a value pick there. 
For my wins leader, I'm really just crushing Julio Arias at plus 2,000, Walker Buehler at plus 750, and then I will sprinkle on Dylan Cease at plus 4,000. To go through mine, I have Shohei Otani as the home run leader, plus 1,500 value pick there, Byron Buxton plus 3,500, and super, super value pick, Brandon Lau at plus 6,000. Hits leader, Trey Turner, the reigning champ there at plus 1,200. Luis Robert, I really like at plus 2,200. Stolen bases, Alberto Mondesi, if he does stay healthy, will lead the league in, in stolen bases. But as a hedge, Whit Merrifield, I really like Peter. I'm on that too. Strikeout leader, I really, really love. We both love Corbin Burns. I think that might be our our like play. That I might be our biggest play. play out of the episode. Um, I do like Jacob DeGrom at plus 500. I know he hasn't been able to stay healthy, but if he does pitch 160, 170 innings, he's going to lead the league in strikeouts. Um, and then from a win standpoint, I like Julio Urias as Peter does too. And I like Max Fried at plus 2,200. I really think that Braves bullpen gives him a chance at a lot of wins. Agreed. I think our best picks here is Corbin Burns leading the league in strikeouts and Julio Arias leading the league in wins at plus 2,000. Would you say those are our two best overall picks with the value, with everything like that? I, I, yeah, I think Corbin Burns strikeout leader is, is locked in. Um, betting on wins is so complicated. Like it just is. coming from me, an analytics point of view, like nobody can predict wins. It's so unpredictable. Um, Blake Snell's had win been the win leader rick porcello was the win leader and won a cy young because of it like it's very very unpredictable and you don't necessarily have to be the best pitcher in the league to win 20 games absolutely um so it can be very predictable but i think that does open up the opportunity for yeah as you said dylan cease you know a guy that's plus four thousand. like i think the the area for those value picks really does come in in the wins leader because it's pretty random Agreed. That's why I just, I ride the two aces of the two best teams in baseball. Like, don't think too hard about it. Really, that's what I'm going to do. And Julio Reza plus 2,000. I mean, that is so freaking stupid. Like, just look at where he's around. Do you think him or Jose Barrios have a better chance of leading the league in wins? Like, Julio Arias, but Jose Barrios is at plus 1,500. What about a guy like Joe Musgrove, who's at plus 2,200? No. Julio Arias, like, over Joe Mus I love Joe Musgrove. I think Joe Musgrove is a great pitcher, but the Padres are objectively worse. That like this is where Julio Arias' value is around. Remember, because we're not just picking. It's very easy for us to pick Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to lead the league in home runs at plus seven hundred. We just take all the favorites, but we're also making predictions based on the value. Yeah, Vladdy at plus seven hundred is a stay away from me. Um, I, again, I really don't see much difference between him and Salvi and Otani. I think Otani at the plus 1500 value is, is golden. And I, and, and just my thing is I don't want to bet on Otani and I don't want to bet on guys who have injury history, but all of the bets that you did gave, give the numbers back it up. And they're some of the most talented players in the entire league. So if you are more risk averse, those are some great plays. Get your Just Baseball merch in the episode link description of this episode. I'm rocking my Just Baseball Pillbox Batco, which you can find the giveaway on our Instagram. It's lasting for the next, well, this episode will be released on Monday. So that means it will be still available by Tuesday. So go check it out. We're also doing more giveaways this week on our Instagram at Just Baseball Fans. Colby, where's your not gambling advice t-shirt? Do I got Do I got to hold one up for you? Yeah, you do. I have a little fun wager for us too with this. So I think we should compile our list officially our two picks in each category of the five that we did here. 
and whoever has the most that win end of year. Peter, what's your favorite candy? Reese's. Reese's. There you go. You want to do that? I will buy you a bunch of Reese's if you have more than me. And if I have more than you, you're sending me a big old bag of Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids are dank. I would I would love to send you some Sour Patch Kids if I lose. But I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but did pick Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to lead the league in home runs last year. Corbin Burns, dark horse Cy Young last year. Come on now. I'm no idiot. I got something in my brain that picks winners, all right? And um, Peter, when should the the audience expect us to run through MVP and Cy Young and Rookie of the Year? That's going to be a little bit closer to the season because we have to finish up the pitchers. But I would say that we're going to be doing future bets and team totals the week before the season starts. Because I want all the free agents. I want all of them signed. I want to be able to look at every roster resource on FedGraphs, go through every depth chart and really unpack each team like we did last year. And we did very well last year on the team win total. So I'm, so I'm excited. I'm not going to jinx it, but somebody always gets hurt in spring training every single year. Somebody's going to get hurt this week in spring training. It, it's, it's, it always, that's why it's I don't like, for example, Tatis went down with a motorcycle accident. If we had given those out, you know, when Padres over now I'm thinking Padres under. So we want to wait till we get closer to the season. And I know I was tooting my own horn, but this is the best numbers guy I know. And he has everything upside up there in his brain as well. And this is now, yeah, I mean, your first, first year on the mic doing these picks. So I'm very excited to see how many you get right. I think, I kind of think the Logan Webb one, that one just like made me like really want to bet on Logan Webb. Buy back in. Maybe you can swap out your Walker Bueller plus 750 for that. I got to, I got to, I got to tell both of them. Cause one of them I think is going to do it. But that'll do it for this episode of Not Gambling Advice. We'll, of course, be back on Wednesday ranking pitchers. Uh, We're probably going to do, what, 30? uh, No, we're going to do some sleeper pitchers, and then we're going to draft our top 20 pitchers. And, of course, you can find everything on JustBaseball.com. Anything else, Colby, before we part? No, man, I'm just having a blast with these. These episodes are fun. This is an absolute blast. And with that, thank you, everybody.